Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. We are back. Look at this. We are keeping a schedule. Do you believe it? A real schedule. I don't believe it. Real schedule with real equipment. I, I, I'm, I'm beside myself, I'm telling you. Tears of joy. Tears of joy. Good morning. Welcome to What's the Point? My name is Gregory Cancrin. This is the show of shows, okay? If, you've, if you're ever going to listen to a podcast, this is the one to listen to, obviously. I mean, we discuss totally benign issues in depth that will drive you absolutely insane. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, may I introduce my wonderful wife, the woman who is, I, you know... It, it, she's so I feel so selfish to have her all to myself she's just so wonderful does so much is so much to so many well that that didn't sound quite right <laughs> but anyway anyway um, the, the wonderful the beautiful Amy Cancrin good morning Bon dia, buenos dias. Ben ben goods. Ben ben, ben, ben goods. Ben ben goods. So what's the point? Yes, what's the point? The dha. The. the point. What's the point? The. No, you don't. You don't sound like you have a, a speech impediment. What? It's not what's <laughs> the point. It's what? what's the point. Gotcha. What's the point? No, no, it's not what's the point. No, no, no. I said I. I said it right. I said it. What? I, what's the point? Okay. What's you know, the point? It's, what? You don't have to be such a stickler. It's what's the point. Got it. That's what, <laughs> that's what I said, right? It's not what's the point. No, I didn't say the point. But you I know, said, before it was what's T-H-E point, right? What's right. What's the point? What's, yeah, what's now, the point? Now right. it's what's the point. What's the, it's what? What's the point. Got it. Before it was what's the point. Gotcha. And now it's what's the point. <laughs> Why did, I hear the affliction like you think it's dumb. What's the point? No, 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 it's not at all. Marketing, okay, it's marketing. Not at all. Not at all. I, I, I think that it's um, it's 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 catchy. It is uh, marketing, and it's natural, you know. And that's why, you know, uh, that, that's why I, I I say it so naturally. How do you say it? What's the point? <laughs> you can't help yourself. Anyways, good morning. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm I'm just fine, just fine. Let me just say that um, my son is, I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm two weeks away from having that boy tested. I swear to God. For what tested for what? I don't know. Mental illness. What? I don't know. The kid is a nut job. He's fantastic. What do you mean? He's a nut job. That okay. boy. I um my kid uh my son. Look. He's um uh, he's I'm he's unaware. how old is he? Seven. He's seven. I'm, no. Yes. Seven. That's right. Nope. My, my son is seven years old. <laughs> I can confirm that. I am not unaware. Okay. And mm -hmm. I know my son, and I'm someone that looks the truth right in the middle of the eye. Mm -hmm. You know, I am not one to shy away from mm -hmm. the truth of the matter. You know, even though the truth can be sub subjective, you know, my truth is not someone else's. But 
My son is quirky. Mm-hmm. He's always been quirky. He's mm-hmm. he developed differently than other kids, and um, he developed differently than his sister. Yes, he did. And it, it, I had to recognize that and accept him and his quirks and his development and his personality on his own terms. Like I said, I'm getting ready to put him in some <laughs> therapy. I don't know. That boy needs to be checked out. I don't I, know what's wrong. What, look, there's a lot of reasons possibly why you could say that, but yeah. I want to know what you're yeah. speaking about. Nothing you specific. About? Nothing specific. Just, you know, this is just, boy, I don't know. He's just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but what's crazy about that is he's Like, for instance, you. I'll give you for instance. You know, he, he does this thing where he'll talk to you and he'll say, you know, um, so then we can go on ahead and we can play um, Fortnite. We can play Fortnite. And then he mouths the same exact thing he said. He whispers it to himself like almost you can't really you can't hear it. It's not even audible. Not really. Sometimes you can. Yeah. But you see his mouth move in the same... And then we can go, and Daggy, then, then we can go to such and such. And, and we can go on ahead and, and we could play basketball there. We can play basketball Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys hear it, but then he whispers it again. Yeah. But you know what happens? What? You are the same exact way. What? You... <laughs> <laughs> son he's like a mini version of you so whatever what you, wait a minute wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what are you saying i am saying that that boy is weird and he is weird just like his daddy because when i first met you and you as an adult male see he's a kid he could possibly grow out of it you know what i'm saying <laughs> but she was this full grown adult male and like we were there, we were probably I had just came to see you and um we're in Atlanta and it's just us and let's say this is like week two, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> that we've known each other. Right. And you'll sit down and say and you'd say, What do you want what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Dude, what is that? But, you know, I didn't want you to feel weirded out or anything, you know, because it didn't seem like a problem for you. So, you know, I'm not, you know, me, I'm not someone to try and put you in a box and say you're weird, you're this, you're that, because, you know, what is normal, right? Correct, correct, (laughs) correct. What is normal? But trust me, I recognized it. You have some very much defined quirks about you that other people do not have. And maybe you didn't know this. I don't know my, if this is news. <laughs> oh my. I don't know if this is news to you, but So you, you're saying what? That your son is exactly like you. I mean, he looks like you, he talks like you, he feels very similarly to you. You know how he takes things, he hates to lose. Like he'll go, he'll cry, he'll fight, he hates to lose anything. Um, how he looks at life, he, you know, he always feels like um, if you try to correct him, and you, right. you, you had this way about you for a very long time. Right. It's a lot different now. Yes. But if it's like, hey, uh, Greg, why don't you pack the dishwasher like this instead of like that? 
Right. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> What's wrong with the way I pack the dishwasher? It's fine. You know, what are you I've, saying? I've been what? packing dishwashers for a long time. Yes. You know, next thing you know. I used to work in a restaurant as a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> you get defensive. It's like you, no one could. Who could, could the help. hell are you to tell me how to pack a dishwasher? Exactly. It's like you can't. You, it was Did you work in a commercial kitchen for 20 years? And it's almost like, you know what, forget it. Forget it. Do what you want. But that's how he's like that. You can't, it's very difficult to get through to him. Right. To teach him, like, okay, I said, hey, answer, like with basketball. He's doing so much better, but. Yes, he like, really is, by I the mean, way. He, his, his improvement is, is, um, is unbelievable because I remember the first game that we went to. Hold that thought, okay? Because okay. I remember the first game that we went to. It was like you know, get that kid out of there. He sucks. <laughs> the kid can't play worth shit. Get him. He's stinking up the court. <laughs> you ain't lying. And who was that? That was your son. Yes. So and, and who? And and I was like, you know. You know, and thinking back on it, I'm like, you know, the nerve of that guy to say that about my son. <laughs> yes, the nerve of that guy to say that about your son. It was his first game. He didn't know anything. He stinks! Yeah, he was, I mean, Gregory was pissed. He was angry. I'm like, dude, chill. He was six. He wasn't even seven yet. People were like, oh, my God, you are He's so mean. cruel. You know, his parents are going to get upset with you Shut saying your that. business. I'm his parent. <laughs> That's my kid, you know? And they were like, oh, my God. God. Like, oh my goodness. Gregory's like, I can't sit here and watch this. I can't watch this. Like you had a real yeah. issue being able to watch him like not be good. Not be even you know what the, the problem was? It wasn't even that he wasn't good. He didn't even understand what was going on out there. He didn't know how the game was played. Let me ask you a question. They would just throw the ball in and he'd just take off running <laughs> in wrong, some direction. In wrong if, direction. Yeah, if, if, you, if we were lucky, he ran the right way. <laughs> that's, that's all it was. Let me ask you a question. What? Was it embarrassing? Were you, did you feel a feeling of embarrassment? Yes. You were embarrassed. I think so. You for him or you as for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a sense of embarrassment. Yeah, or I should say for all three of us. Yeah, I mean, but you weren't embarrassed. You don't care about these kinds of things. I know that it's the beginning. I mean, I, yeah, but nobody else does. <laughs> but he came in late. Oh, that nobody, nobody else, does. else does. Nobody else does the what? Whole, no, he came in late. <laughs> know any of this stuff and all they know is that kid really <laughs> sucks okay but okay and here's the other thing and that's I my son about other people's thoughts i mean i'm not saying forget not their thoughts saying. it's a game people <laughs> cheer for the team that's winning so that's little, doing well really matter. it's then they shouldn't have been keeping score and having a game then should they oh it was a, i hear you i hear you but they here, cheered. The other team was cheering when they were making baskets, weren't they? Yes. They cheered when the kid uh, 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 took the ball out of my son's hand like he was stealing his ice cream, <laughs> ran down court and dunked. You he know? Dunk, no, I'm okay. only kidding. I'm only kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I get it. But what I see is I'm a person that I can wait. I'm like, you know, you just wait. Yeah. Okay. I remember my son 
when he was 15 months, 14 months, yeah. he had a cousin that came over. He wasn't walking, and he was real pale. What we very found, thin, very eat. pale, very thin. What we found out, um, it was a medical thing. He was severely anemic, so right. he was not developing correctly. Correctly, right. um, He was being breastfed. Right. He wouldn't eat any food, right. and I'm anemic, so right. it just I didn't even have enough iron for myself. And you didn't even realize and how badly know. anemic you were. I did not know. I knew I was like borderline, but I didn't know. That's what you always used to say. Well, you know, I'm borderline anemic. Yeah, borderline. No. Either you're anemic or you're not. You, yeah. you know, I'm borderline pregnant right now. <laughs> you know. And um, and I remember he a cousin of his or a second cousin of his came over and. Um, that cousin was younger than he was. Yeah, by about months. by about four months, five and months. And he was running around. Yeah. And my son couldn't walk. Couldn't walk. And he was older, and he was crawling around, and you know, trying to keep up, trying to keep with the kid, with the other kids. I know you felt how you felt. So I did bad. feel sorry for him. I really did. And I was like. Just give my son a minute. But he was—he stayed with it. He'd crawl and he—he—he he, he did stand up a couple of times. Yeah, and then he'd, he'd try fall. and then he'd fall down and he'd crawl and he'd just try to—he was just trying to keep up. He wanted to be in. Yeah, and he couldn't. He didn't have the physical strength. Yeah, he couldn't keep, keep up. up. No. But now look at him. Yeah, he has gotten big and strong. <laughs> yes. So that's how I look at things. All right, we'll start off easy. We, he's not going to start off as the best. He's not going to this, but just give him some time. But I do believe that because you learned to play basketball in college, you were a college basketball player and you were a good player, um, I think that's passed down in the genes because even though he didn't know and you know how to play, he has a talent for it that's innate. It was strange, you know, because when he when he went out on the basketball court, he looked like a player. <laughs> you know, even that day, the, yeah. even for that he game, he'd like walk out there and he looked like, like a player. And, and then the whistle would blow, they'd throw the ball in, and, and he literally ran out the side door. <laughs> it was like... And so, no, the game's over here, son. The game's over here, you know? But, um... No, I thought I'd go out to the, to the, to the court outside and shoot, you know? <laughs> and, no, no, no. And he no. knows how to shoot a basketball without even really being taught that well. Right. We, we, we I, did, I did work with him. Yeah, you worked yeah. with him. But, I mean, just walking out onto the court, and it's like, throw the ball in the basket, and he did. And he did, yeah. So, and, that just shows me natural ability uh, somehow. Yeah, now he's. Um, I worked with him a little bit. I, I. It's not easy. You worked with him a lot. It's. It's not easy to work with him, because any advice that you give him, he takes as criticism. Yes, he takes it as offense. Right. He, be, he know, becomes I, offended. I remember once. It's like, hey, answer. You should grip the ball a little bit more like this when you're shooting, and have that released. You know, this one-handed. Um, you know that you should. You should have a release from, you know, he's a righty, have a release and, and snap the wrist, you, you know, bend that wrist and, and follow through. You know what he hears? You think I'm shit at basketball and I can't shoot. I'm, yeah, like, I'm doing everything wrong. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. I mean, literally, that's what we've had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I've taken the train and walked home with him on basketball and the 
20 minutes home. It's just trying to tell him how good he's doing to keep it up, like mental therapy. Yeah. Oh, you're doing good. You're getting better. Okay. You know, and then one day he's like, Mom, when you say that, I think you're saying that I'm not doing good. Right. I'm like, okay, I have to change how I deal with him because he ain't hearing me. I have to change how I'm doing it because he can't hear me. He's, Correct. I, it's not getting through. Correct. And I think that's one of the things as parents, you gotta know how to how to talk to your kids so that it gets through to them. Mm-hmm. Even though I thought I was doing everything right. I mean, dude, calm down. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. I can't force it. Yeah, you really do have to know what you what you're working with. What yeah, you have. what what's the trigger for your kids? And everybody's different. Sydney's trigger is different from Ensis' trigger. Correct. So you know when you're when you want them to do something, instead of beating them over the head with it, try to appeal. Now look what happened yesterday. What? He was playing with the big kids yesterday. Now he's starting to play with the bigger kids. Mm-hmm. And he went to. He's actually getting shots off during games mm-hmm. now. He got a shot off, and that kid threw that ball. He blocked it. Like, I'm like I, No, he didn't block it. He threw that <laughs> ball. And to try to shoot at this big kid, I was like, damn, they are not giving these little kids any slack. It was slack. the little kids against the big kids. Didn't give them any slack. You he know, me threw- as a mom, I'd let him get his shot off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He threw that shit. <laughs> but what happened? And so came back a couple plays later. And got and, a shot And off. made a move and took a fade. It almost was a fade away shot. Got it over the kid's head and straight through from about, God, it must have been about 15, about 15 foot shot, 60, and, 16 foot shot. And it went straight through. And then it was buzzer. And it was even like a buzzer uh, yeah, thing. I yeah. think he was the only one that scored on yeah. the little kid's side. Yeah. Because them kids were savages, yeah, man. Yeah, they were. Stealing the balls, pushing the kids down, playing hard defense. Yeah, it was rough. And It's a good game. So it makes them better. It's then. a lot of fun to watch, yeah. Doesn't it, does it, does it make them oh, better? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The challenge. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Of, of it not being fair yeah. and equal. And he loves the game. You know, he, he's one of these kids that sleeps with his basketball. He's one of these kids that, you know... Uh, um, Yeah, he can't even when practice is over, he wants to stay and shoot and get pickup games going and stuff like that. Just like you. He's a mini version of you. That's just how I used to be too, yeah. Not at that age though. I know you said I didn't I didn't start playing basketball until I was in sixth sixth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. Fifth grade is nine. Nine to ten. Yeah, around there. I mean I played I, I, I you know, obviously I played in the in the in the um um playground playground a little bit or whatever but i was more at his age my game was kickball oh yes i loved kickball kickball. me too loved it i was good at kickball if you gave me a choice between kickball and basketball i'd take kickball Kickball every time anytime i used to love kickball I used yeah. to love it. Yeah. Running around. I couldn't hit a ball with a bat to save my life. Okay. But I could, I could, I would, kickball was my game. Put one of those thighs to the ball, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. I didn't have good hand-eye coordination as a kid. Now I'm better. But I, I didn't have good hand-eye coordination. And I don't know if they do it this way now, but you could either throw the ball to the base like baseball and, 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 and them be out. 
Like, yes, yes, or you could hit the person with the ball as they ran. Yes, the same and they're thing. out. So Those it's almost like dodgeball. Yeah. Baseball and if, thing. And if they yeah. try to, um, you're running the bases and they try to throw, you can dodge. Dodge. It yeah, yeah. It's like dodgeball. That's a home run. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I used to Playing love, in the streets love kickball. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, but then something happened in the late '90s. Okay. Or the mid '90s. Something right. changed in the Bronx. It all uh, went away. Yep. You know, I think like the laws and the streets, you couldn't be out there. Like, I don't know. The police state begins. Uh, Yeah, like something happened. And I saw a big difference between like mid 90s Bronx and my individual, my neighborhood, you know, with all the kids being out in the street. What neighborhood were you you in? What neighborhood was, what do you call that? It was called Wakefield. Wakefield. It was just before, um, it was like, White Plains Road and right. 237th Street, gotcha. 238th Street, Nareed Avenue. On the if you're looking north on the right hand side gotcha. of White Plains Road. Yeah, if you go on to the other way, that's where Van Cortland Park is, right Correct. there. So I, yeah, there's a nice golf course on Van Cortland Park too. They have a really nice city golf course there. And and I enjoyed my my childhood in the Bronx. I did. I have no complaints. Uh, no complaints at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't wealthy. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't, it wasn't anything like that, but I enjoyed like neighborhood kids going to kids' houses, riding my bike all through there. Right. And it's funny when I say, tell people I'm from the Bronx, they're like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Do you survive? I'm like, I had an awesome childhood. Yeah. I mean, except for the parental abuse, but we're going to push that aside. Yeah, a let's, bit. Let, <laughs> let us not delve into that at this time. But just the act. Of mm-hmm. like summers, you know, mm-hmm. it was it was cool, and um, I kind of wanted that for my kids, right? And um, I thought I could get it in the suburbs of Georgia, you know, because we lived on a cul-de-sac right. and it was houses, and I'm like, this is perfect. Correct. My kids can ride their bikes. I mean, I'm looking at the vision of of what's going on with my kids and. But it just never materialized that way. No, it did you not. Know, no kids were outside. No, they did no, not. No, you know what I mean? I'm like, what, what happened? And when they did come out, they they were just as standoffish as their parents. I know. It's like, dude. You know, whatever. the kids would come out and, and like, um, I know there was a girl across the street that would come out and she would have two friends over. Yeah. In, and the, in, in, their, the, in, in their, their yard. Draw, in their yard. And, and they wouldn't come out onto the street. No. They wouldn't do anything. And they, they didn't want anybody else to join them. And they were my, my daughter's age. And Correct. it was like, this is a perfect... I mean, they all go to school together. They, yeah, they take the school bus together. And yeah. it was just never... Even though right before we left, they had started to make a crew. Well, not with that, not with that girl. No, no. But no. With, um, with other kids. They, they, they began to have a block crew. Yes. And one of And there was guys, a boy next door who was a, still just a little bit young, uh-huh. but he would have came uh, aboard, and then there were twins on the other side. Oh, right. They were a little they young. Coming. They would have came aboard. We could, it, it, hypothetically, there could have been a kid's block it there. Was, it was coming. It was developing, yeah. And I was that was one. I was kind of sad to leave that because they did start to it get It had like just begun crew. months before well, we left. I know. We were there 10 years, and this started months before we yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the new people we met that moved into the block was... He was working on a television show. Right, because um, Atlanta has a big um, movie. Yeah, Georgia uh, Georgia has a big movie industry thing that they're doing there. 
And he came from California. Yeah, he moved from California with yeah. his family. And honestly, they were the first people on the block that we could relax with and talk, and talk to. to. Yeah. And that shared our ideas. That, that, on, on yeah, things. that had some that we had things in common with. He was he was some I don't know what he did, but he worked on a show. It was a famous show too. Yeah. And I used to ask him, so what's gonna happen? He's like, I can't tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> if I tell you then I have to kill you. <laughs> and his son was a year younger than Sydney. Correct. And everything was cool. It was like quintessential, like doors open, kids running through the house. It was fantastic. Yeah. And um so speaking of he moved to Georgia because of the Georgia uh, film industry because Georgia gave a lot of tax breaks to Hollywood. Yes, for they do. Movies. Yes. So they were like, cool. Yeah. You know, and they have um, extensive facilities there. Correct. A lot they've of built, space. Yeah, they've built some extensive facilities there in Georgia. A lot of stuff gets um, gets filmed there. And now Hollywood is saying that they are going to boycott Georgia. Correct. You want to know why? Why pray tell? Would they um, would they boycott a place that's been uh, so lucrative for them? House Bill 408, or is it House Bill 418? Anyways, it was signed into law by the cheating governor. Um, what's his name? I don't even remember his Kemp. name. Uh, Kemp, who cheated and stole the election from, what was her name? Um... Oh, God. Abrams. Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. And Stacey Abrams won that election. Okay? She yes, did. Yes, she did. They cheated. But anyways, um, and it's not but anyways. They cheated, and now Kemp is governor. And yes. he signed into law the uh, heartbeat bill, which is an, uh, an Which is kind of sweeping the nation. The, you know, like we were saying yesterday, a lot of these um, legis- state legislatures are controlled by Republicans. And this is one of their, um, this is their, their flagship bill. Which says in Georgia, if, the, if a woman is pregnant and a doctor can detect a heartbeat, um, you cannot have an abortion um, anymore. Period. Wow. If the that's woman, four that's four to six weeks. Yeah, and um, doctors are arguing that's not even a heartbeat because it's not. It's do you understand the ambient sound you're getting from an ultrasound at six weeks is not. Do you understand what I Correct. mean? But it's, in essence, they've used this as the line in the sand to stop women in Georgia from... And to say, it's more than that. They're, in essence, what they're saying is that it is, it's, it's a viable person law. The Georgia bill, and now law that goes into effect January 1st, 2020, right. says that if a fetus has... Can a heartbeat can be detected from a fetus that is now a person? Correct. It's given it personhood. They have determined that life begins with a heartbeat. And therefore, if a woman or a doctor terminates that pregnancy, so then my mother's been clinically dead for twenty Ooh. years. Then. Damn. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, snap. Well, okay then. No heart at all. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? So, um, 
Yeah, so they can't have an abortion. In, in essence, it outlaws... Okay, there's more? Go on. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it outlaws the abortion for at after six weeks. Yeah, and possibly even before. It depends. And that means... Um, it's a it's a personhood that means that the that it it can be counted in the census. I mean, it it gets full rights. I think you have to pay child support if to, a guy, to you have to pay some level of child support for this fetus. Um, if a woman now this is kind of unique to Georgia, if a woman who's a resident of Georgia leaves the state and gets an abortion and comes back to the state, she's subject to arrest. And a, a fel- and a felony prosecution resulting in a conviction and a 10-year sentence. Um, well, I didn't... You saw that? It was a 10-year 10 sentence? 10 years. Okay. Um, the... What else? What else? What else? Oh. Not only it, that, but the doctor. Doctors, nurses, pharmacists, any kind of... Med- it wasn't just doctors. That's right. If they treat... And this is in the law because I read it. I yes. wanted to make sure. In Georgia... You know, really, can I be honest with you? Really, I, I always said, wouldn't it be great if there was a television show or a, or a radio show where they actually read the bill so that there would be no spin on it or anything silly like that so that people can just read the bill as it's written? And I still think in some way it's a good idea, but, you know, it'd be kind of boring. To just well, have somebody like this. have somebody drone on about a piece of legislation that that's six hundred pages. This was only ten, and that's the beauty of the Republicans, isn't it? <laughs> they 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 short and sweet. You know, they they determine very serious, very complex issues on the fly. I know ten. So also in this bill that was very alarming to me is that mm-hmm. a doctor, a nurse, a paramedic, a pharmacist, a pharmacist, if they treat a woman for anything, right? Anything it doesn't have to be. Yeah, that's right. That negatively affects, affects the, the fetus. fetus. That doctor, paramedic, nurse, pharmacist is subject to arrest. Felony conviction, 10 to 99 years in prison. And I was like, wow. What did you say when you heard that part? The first thing that I said was that they've they've literally um, taken health care away from women. Literally. I mean, look, if I'm a doctor's office and and I'm treating women prenatally. Okay. What if it's not? What if she has a cold or flu? No, no. Let's just say I'm a prenatal doctor. Okay. I am no longer a prenatal doctor. Okay. Because, you know, even... That's what malpractice is for. If if something has gone wrong and a mistake has been made... You know, there's been stories of surgeons leaving sponges inside of patients. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They've actually... A guy... Uh, you know, you've heard the stories of a guy who had a kidney op or they pulled the wrong kidney. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, these... You know, there are... Humans are subject to error. Yes. If you... If... Let's... Let's... Plus, it is... It, it's a... It's a inexact science curing people. Yes. Okay, so... 
you know, look at our son. We gave him an, anti- an antibiotic that he was allergic to, and, and the dude went and looked like he was going to pass out. Yes. So what I'm saying is that, you know, these are, the, these are the things that these things do happen. Yes. Okay, so now... Let's say, let's, say I'm, let's say I'm a prenatal doctor. There's no way I stay in the prenatal business. Okay. No way. It's too, it's, it's, it's too dangerous. Okay. So now... Especially I'm, before even 12 weeks, you know, miscarriages are rampant. Like, correct. It's like, you know, they, that's why they tell you not to even, like, announce it. Before twelve weeks, because at any time you could you drop can have it. a spontaneous abortion. There you it just go. Doesn't yeah, but it work. didn't take. It, yeah, and for no reason for, whatsoever. Exactly. It just didn't take. Exactly. So now, if you were pregnant and then you just had a um, spontaneous abortion, uh, abortion miscarriage. Right. Did you know also in the bill the doctors have to send medical records to the DA's office in Georgia? There you go. And, and what's happening is that, you know, and that's uh, the, now you have compliance issues and doctor patients privilege, uh, um, uh, privilege information between a doctor and a patient. And what are you telling me? If you I get a miscarriage, I'm going to get a visit from the police? Very, very possibly. Really? Or you would be called in to for review by someone. So, what you know, you know women are already feeling terrible. After a miscarriage. Correct. I mean, usually, they're, they're usually very upset. Correct. I've had a miscarriage. Yes. And it's, 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 it's terrible. Yes. You know, especially if you want to be pregnant and you're going, it's emotionally. Correct. Draining. It's sad. It can yeah. be depressed. You know, you can, it can send you into depression. There have been countless women who've been trying to have babies, trying to have babies and just constant miscarriage and then you're telling me in that state I'm gonna have to answer that she's gonna have to answer to someone unbelievable what did you do you already feel a sense of what did I do let me just say this a lot of times you know we'll feel like like say we want to have a kid and we have miscarriage and miscarriage we already feel like we're doing something wrong like our bodies are not Performing, You're already guilt-ridden. Yes, you're already guilt-ridden. Ask any woman who's been trying to have a baby and can't. You understand what I mean? Um, You already feel like, what's wrong with me? Why can't? Do you understand? You already have all these thoughts, and people have to tell you, no, it's not you. You got to this. You got to that. And now, when I'm feeling like this, or when this woman is feeling like this, I'm going to get somebody, some man in a suit going to interrogate me to try to find fault with why this happened. Right. It's going to drive people insane. Why? I mean, I, I can't understand the terribleness of putting a woman in that position yeah. after such a loss. Unbelievable. You know Who's going to do that? And you know, it's, it, and, and if you think that it's going to be done with any kind of tact or or it's going to be done with reckless impunity. And it's just and, awful. and that's what it's going to be. And that's the and that's as that's as benign as it gets. Yeah. Because have you heard about Ireland? Yeah, um I had heard something about that. The um I I think you had talked to me about that yesterday afternoon this the, this law um uh let, let, hold can you hold that thought for a second? Sure. Um what I was saying was that um, as a doctor, I would definitely be out of the prenatal business. Okay. Okay. Now, as now I'm going into ear, nose, and throat 
Okay? Yes. All right, so now I'm doing air, nose, and throat, or I'm doing um, uh, uh, something else. Okay? Oh, uh, uh, High blood pressure. Yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, Fibromyalgia. What do you call that thing when um, uh, uh, allergies, an allergist? An allergist, uh, yeah. And, you know, I'm into something else now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I've retooled my business, right? Yeah. And some lady walks in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has terrible seasonal allergies. Correct. And so what do you do? You're going to panic as a doctor. You're going to panic. Because you don't, you know, you, you might be in a position where you're like, hey, look, we're not taking on any new patients. Um, at the very least, the first thing you're going to do is give her a pregnancy test. So what do you tell me? Every single doctor, you go for a blood test, you go for, you know, you have a headache, you go for, you know what I mean? Anything you go to do, the first thing a doctor's going to do is give you a pregnancy test. So you go to an emergency room with a splitting migraine. They're going to give you, you had a, a migraine you, a couple months ago. Correct. Uh, in January it or was something like terrible. that. Terrible. Terrible. I never had anything like that in my life. I, I have great empathy for people who have migraine headaches. Now, some woman walks into a, a hospital with a migraine headache. You, you, you know how terrible that is. Mm-hmm. The first thing they're going to do is give, is give nobody's going to touch her until she takes a pregnancy test. Why, well, why don't you can fill out the form and it'll ask you, are you pregnant? What if she doesn't know she's pregnant? A lot of women can be pregnant four to six weeks and not even know it. So why would I wouldn't take the I wouldn't take the chance, and 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 the first thing I would do is issue her a pregnancy test before I do anything, because if I treat her, and the the medication that I give her is deemed as doing something negative to the fetus, guess what? Now I'm facing ten to ninety nine years in prison because of. Because I gave her her a medication that's very good for migraine headaches, but you shouldn't take it when you're pregnant. Wow. So, you know, this is the the implications. This is what Georgia has done. The implications of this are huge because, you know, as, as as a physician... As a as a doctor now, just in order to you know, you you thought you were protected with malpractice insurance that you pay what one hundred and fifty, hundred and eighty thousand, two hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year for. But they've now made it criminal. But now they've turned it into a criminal um, a, offense. So now the malpractice doesn't cover that. So now you need to do everything you can to ensure that you're not prosecutable. And people will say, oh, that's ridiculous. That'll never happen. Doctors will this and doctors will that. That is not true. And I have a perfect example of that. In Ireland, um, from in the 80s, they passed a heartbeat bill. Okay. Very similar to Georgia. They're very um, um, Roman Catholic, right? They're Catholic society. Okay. And they passed a sweeping anti-abortion heartbeat bill that after a heartbeat, mm-hmm. no abortions under any circumstances unless the woman's health was in danger. Okay. In 1981, September 9th, 1981, dentist Dr. Savita 
Halapanava went to the University Hospital in Galway in Ireland. Okay. Um, because she was having um, back pains. Okay. She was 31 years old and she was 17 weeks pregnant. She okay. wanted her baby. She was she had a she had a family. Um, mm-hmm. This was something she wanted. So mm-hmm. she goes in and she has back pain. They the doctors determined. She was in the. She was miscarrying, but the fetus mm-hmm. was already seventeen weeks. It's a. It's a decent size by now. Okay. Um, and so she's miscarrying. That baby was unable to be saved in any way possible, but they wouldn't touch her and complete the miscarriage because the baby still had a heartbeat. Okay, so the baby has died. The baby has for for the most part, it's yeah. it's in decay in Correct. the womb, like and they some of it came out, but the heart it's still they want to clean it up. They want to yeah. get it out of there. Usually, right. um, she requested an abortion to take the, just clean her out. Correct. The baby was dead. It was in the process of dying. Yeah, and, and pieces of it were missing yeah, and stuff it like was, that. It was it was terrible. Gotcha. And um, that's that, which is a terrible thing. I'm sure she felt very badly. You know, she was in pain. She having... was in immense pain. Correct. And those doctors wouldn't touch her. They waited until the baby's heart stopped. Wow. By that time, she had developed sepsis. Right. So she's got a decaying a, a, mass of cells inside in her of her. Body. And it, yeah. it crossed the blood barrier. I mean, it's the, her and the baby are connected. Right. So if the baby is dying inside of her, yeah, yeah. it's not surprising that it'll go into her system. Correct. She, created, she developed sepsis and right. died. Whoa. She, she died. She died. And the doctors said that their hands were tied because they did not want to perform an abortion on this otherwise healthy woman because they would have been subject to arrest. So they did wow. their jobs and they waited until the heartbeat, the heartbeat stopped. stopped. But by that time, it was too late for her because what somebody pointed out is that by the time a woman's life is in danger, danger, it's too late. Gotcha. And that's what I, you know, they, they brush it off. I, it, it, it hurts me so much because I, it just does. I, I can't even articulate right now because by the time her life is in danger and why should that be the be the line my, you you're going to put my life in danger how dare you you understand what i mean i remember when i was pregnant with enser at about 18 weeks right i i felt like i had a stroke yeah something happened i felt like i had a stroke i remember that day and it was it was crazy. I woke up from a nap and I couldn't talk. Like I could talk in my mind, I could talk, but what came out of my mouth was gibberish. It was like like gibberish. You were taught you finally got to speak in tongues. <laughs> it's too bad. 
it's too bad you weren't at the church at that moment. Then they would have been like, finally, okay, now you can be born again. And I, I was speaking to Sydney, and I told her to make, have Daddy make some rice for dinner. And it came out like, in my mind, it was clear. Right. But what I heard was, and I was like, what the... And I took about five minutes, and I said it again, and it came out in gibberish. Still couldn't get it. And I went into the bathroom, and I, I willed myself to speak. I willed the brain-mouth connection to reconnect. Right. And then I came downstairs, and I told you what happened. Right. And then I started to feel a cold... Sensation. Sensation. Every two fingers going up my arm. Every two fingers. Like, like my two fingers were freezing, and it kept moving. Yeah. So... Initiate panic attack. I'm of like, course. I'm having a stroke. I'm having a stroke. And, and then I started feeling that cold sensation going Run up my the right arm. arm. And I was like, it's going to reach my chest and I'm going to die. And um, Gregory's like, let's go. So we go, jump in the car and we're on our way to, uh, to the hospital, to the emergency room. I had tunnel vision. I had no peripheral vision. You know, this thing is still happening. Right. Um, and I looked at you and I said, Gregory... If it comes down to it, if it's me or the baby, choose me. Yes. I had a daughter. Yep. I had a five-year-old daughter. Right. Oh, was she five yet? No, I don't think she nah, was. No, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. I have a husband. Right. I'm a person. Yes. That, the baby, and I wanted... Yes, we wanted it. We, we did want I answer mean? as we wanted him so bad. And we knew it was a boy. And we knew it was a boy. But, and we but you know it. what? And I said, Gregory. But you know what? That takes a, takes a backseat to, to your life. Yes. I'm here. I'm, you know what I mean? I yes. have responsibilities. I have my daughter. Yes. I have my husband. Yes. I have our lives. You know, seriously, we can have another baby. You Correct. can't have another me. Correct. And at 17, 18 weeks... That baby couldn't survive outside of the womb. I mean, it's almost like a double waste. Correct. You can either get rid of one to save the other or both go down. Correct. I mean, how does that make any sense? It doesn't. But, and I knew that's what you would have done. Yes. But I, I, I wanted to be sure. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you placed your order on the way to the uh, restaurant. Because it, it was that intense. Yes. And now women in Georgia won't be able to make that choice. No, that is 16 weeks, 17 weeks, weeks. 18 weeks. And not only that, not only will I not be able to make that choice, but their husbands won't even be able to make that choice for them. That's just what? That's just absolutely profound. You know what I mean? You know the fact that that um, that there that, that this law places so little emphasis on the life of and the health of women. And you know what? The, can I just say something about the, the the you know this show is supposed to be funny and light and make people feel good. And and you know I I, I it really bothers me. That, that they're making you have to that do they're this? making me have to talk about stuff like this, but you, you know. You have to. You can't. You, we can't go through this life. We can't be alive in this time, and not make and not say something. And you know, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not in America right now, and people are like, "What do you care?" 
You understand? Of course, of course I, can. I, I can. Our families are there. Our, our, families, our friends our are there. Our friends are there. Sure. You know, this, that... In and to some ways, extent, our home. and to some extent, we are there. Yes. You know, we, you know, uh, that's what we were talking about um, uh, earlier today about being sick. Yeah. And you know, um, uh, you know, having been here three years, we're on our fourth year here now, and and um, uh, uh, sometimes when you get sick, you, you know how you get that feeling where you're like, "Geez, if I can just get home." Yeah, I need to be home. Yeah, to I, I'll be okay. Well, you know, when you don't, when you, when you've made such a drastic move and then all of a sudden you are, you are home. There is no home to go to. Yeah, this is it. And, and that really does play on your, on your mind somewhat. So, you know, even though we're, we are starting to really adjust and, and find that this is our home. Yes, this is my home. Yeah, we, we have really started to adjust. But there is... A but there, but it, it, it takes a long time to do that, for one. And for two, you know, the connection, of course, is always going to be very strong to the United States. Of course. And, and so, of course, we care. And... One of the things is being outside of the environment and not being in it every day and not not being subject to a lot of different things, a lot of different thoughts. Trump, for instance, you know, right. we don't know how it feels. We really don't because he wasn't president when when we left. Barack Obama was the president of the United States, so we don't know how it feels to live in America under on under President Trump where where you know, people, racist and, yeah, and sexist and and people are emboldened to be terrible people day to day where guns and, and, and stuff is, is coming out, you know, they're right for guns and you know and we fear. live in the South yeah. and fear. So we don't know that. But what it yeah. did has done for us to me, at least personally, it's cleared my mind a little bit. Yeah. Because when you're in it, when you're in the forest, you can't see the forest for the trees. You can't, no. you can't see it. And I can see it no. better now. And it's, I, I know my voice, I probably sound sad because I am. And I, it, there's so much there. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> women, American women. I am sorry. I can't even believe I'm saying this. But I am sorry that... This is, and here, you you know, well, not all of America, because there there are still some sane pockets there. Yes, I'm like the New Yorkers, the Northeast is... is, And the West. The West. Yeah. But But, everyone else. But we lived in the South. This is lived in the South. This this heartbeat bill is in our, in the state that we lived in for 13 years. That my son and my daughter were born. In. in correct, you know where I still know little girls and little boys there that are going to be growing up under this. this That's it's right, heartbreaking. Yeah, you know and they did the same thing in Alabama. Yes, and and we have friends in Alabama. Yes, and so you know and we circulated in and around. Your cousin lives in Alabama. Yes. Her family. And what this says to me. How did a bunch of Jamaicans find their way to Alabama? <laughs> I have no it, idea. Just, that is <laughs> that is around. just beyond me. I you know, around. you know, around. Yeah. <laughs> I get around. But um, also, and I'll say this about the uh, the supporters of heartbeat bills: you hate women, and you want women to die. Yeah, they don't like them. And don't like say, them. oh, that's harsh. No, it's not harsh. You. 
over of because of of your hatred of women are putting their healthcare in danger. I think that this is, um, and I even looked at the I, uh, this morning. I said, did um, did you see the governor of Alabama who actually signed old this? Old woman. Uh, what is she like? Eighty. Some old angry, prudish, angry. prudish, angry woman who's there to punish these young sluts who are out there getting pregnant and carrying on and this and that and you know what I mean? This ought to fix their loose booties. Yeah. I think it's a punishment. Yeah. You know, the people who support these heartbeat bills is is they support it because they feel like women shouldn't be having sex. I don't know what it is, but it's a way to punish They just don't like the freedom of women to just indiscriminately kill little babies in the womb because they're a bunch of sluts. They're they're trying to punish women for the act of having sex and possibly getting pregnant. You're damn right. You know what? Y'all are the ones, y'all men are the ones that 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 are doing this. They can't do it by themselves. Yeah, but you know what? I'm surprised at the amount of women That's who support this. this. Let me tell you something. And and that old white woman you say and this and that, guess what? There was a uh, a question on Red Table Talk. <laughs> Red Table Talk. Red <laughs> Table <favorite>. Talk. <laughs> oh, we never got to talk about Aisha Curry. But Red Table Talk. Mm. We'll save her for tomorrow. Okay. Because she came out with another statement. Mm-hmm. I think it was yesterday or day before. I'm but old, anyway, she, I'm like, does she love this? Because girl, anything red, you say, they gonna jump on. Red I guess she table like, she want a little bit of excitement. Listen to this. So they they say, um, when does life be? Does life really begin at a heartbeat? And is this bill? Um, uh, 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 is there validity? Does this bill have merit? And these are black women answering and it was yes yes at a heartbeat absolutely no abort i'm anti-abortion i don't like abortions this lady said then don't have one i i feel like it's so simple can i just say one thing i i've been on this earth a a good amount of years now okay Mm -hmm. and i've known a lot of different people a lot of different women I've known uh, women who have terminated pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Um, not once did I ever get an invitation. Hey, Greg, we're having an abortion party. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna turn, we're gonna burn the house down. So make sure you show up. Hey, what do I bring? You know what I mean? I don't know a pint of blood. You know whatever. Oh gosh. You know the the point is that. The, the 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 way that that this was being um, answered on Red Table Talk was almost like you gonna you 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 know the the party's over. Okay. It was it's a punishment. The party's over. No more abortions. Yeah, like it's a party. You like, know what dude, I mean? It's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not because any of these people care about the baby yeah. and the life. Yeah. No, it's a way to punish women. And they think. They're punishing women, and they cheer at the fact. And one of the biggest, women. and one of the biggest mistakes and misnomers about 
to, that I've always said about black people is that they're liberal. Just because you're that you're uh, uh, um, pro who you are, pro black, and you want to you want to have Be the right alone, yes, and have the right to exist. That you doesn't don't support laws that in, uh, hinder your ability your ability to, to live. That's right. Buy a house. And, Correct. And and, and 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 so forth. That doesn't make you a liberal. No. And and none of these um none of, and all of these black women were all I mean not all of them but I'd 80%. say eighty percent and eighty five percent of them were all for this law, and they were saying, all "Oh, for the fact that life begins, begins at, at a heartbeat." heartbeat. That's right. No. This one lady was like, well, "Life begins before conception." I heard that. I was like, bah, 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 I heard that. Life begins before conception. I heard that, and um, I thought that was uh. Explanation, was, honey. Give I me an explanation. Was, I thought that was crazy. She said that God has a plan for you before you're born. One of the, the good ideas about America was this, and it was just an idea because it never truly ever played out, and it's always been fought for. But one of the good ideas about America was you do you, I do me. Keep religion out of it. Simple. Now... Now it's it's crazy. Now look, if you don't if you don't if you don't believe in abortion, you think life starts at this, you think that and blah blah blah, then don't have an abortion. You know, raise your kids to not have an abortion. You know, try to appeal to people not to have an abortion, okay? Without blowing up abortion clinics, okay? Come on. But if you don't believe in abortion, then don't have an abortion. Correct. Done. Simple. But it's not about that. It's not about the no, it's not. of the fetus. It's about punishing women because they hate them. Yeah, they, they don't like them. They hate to see they don't women like working and making decisions for themselves right. and not being, um, and not being, what do you call it when you have the, the thing on your ankle? Uh, ball and chain. Ball and chain to a baby. <laughs> They yeah. don't want to see women laughing no, no, no. and having fun. No. And they don't want to see no. women traveling. No. And, and, and Yeah, I don't like to see that either. <laughs> they, you, know, I, you know me, I've always believed that women, the only traveling that they need to do is bedroom to the kitchen. <laughs> you, and, you need go no further than and, that. And that's what they want. And just realize what And not to eat in the kitchen either, Ooh, okay? This is about... Yeah. They just don't like women. No, they, they don't. Want women to... They don't like them. I don't know what they want. And that's the other thing. They don't like what them. What do you want? They want the handmaid's tale or something. They, they, yeah. they, they want this, um, you know, they, they want control. And what they Total Saudi control. Arabia, it's American Sharia law. Yeah. That's what this is. And, that, and that's why I've never understood why these, these, these Trump people and evangelicals and so forth have such a problem with the... Uh, with the with the um, with the Muslims, with these radical Muslims, they're two radical groups, and, and they both see eye to eye in a lot of different um, issues. And I think the wealthy people, people with money mm -hmm. and means, they're not so worried about it because you know what? They'll get their daughter's abortion. Yeah, they'll idiots. work it out. And so this affects the people without means. This and 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 just on a whole, it affects. Every little girl. Well, I mean, this is, you know, and like we said earlier, this is so comprehensive. It, it actually affects the industry, the healthcare industry. 
uh, you know, like I said, if I'm a doctor, I'm out of any type of of care for women. And it's the, too dangerous. And now you say, what can you do? And I know why they're doing this. I mean, I know mm-hmm. we're probably running way over time, but they're doing we this are. to... So that somebody will sue and it'll get to the Supreme Court. And, and even if they don't get the whole bill, they'll get a piece of it. So or they'll get Roe v. Wade uh, um, thrown, out. thrown out or amended. You know, this is what they're, this is what they're going that's the, for. That's the point of, of all this. this. And, now with the and instead of just attacking Roe v. Wade and saying, all right, look, we, do, we think that, that the... the the Roe versus Wade is wrong. They've tried that before. They lost. And instead of doing that, now they're coming, they're, they're rewriting the, the uh, uh, facts so that it will support a further review indirectly of the law. Which is crazy because... So they come up with life begins in a heartbeat, which doesn't make any sense because in essence, if you do that... Organ donorship goes out the window. It should. Because uh, many times people are brain dead from an accident, a, a motorcycle accident or something. They've had their head smashed in and they're, they're dead. But, but their, organs, their organs are still, their heart is still beating. So, what do you, so if you were to start to harvest organs while they're still viable, while the heart is still beating, then are you subject to arrest? Yeah, or if you were to stop the heart and then take the organs, you're guilty of murder. Yes, premeditated murder because you guys had decided, okay, at two fifteen we'll stop the heart, we'll harvest the organs, put them in ice, put them on ice, and send them to where they're going to. Uh huh. So now that's premeditated murder. If this law stands true. So, you know, there are a lot of complications. There's a lot of problems to this. Hey, we, this won't be the last time we talk about this. There'll be more to follow. I can't wait till, you know, some guy has a heart attack and uh, they, can, they, they charge him with attempted suicide, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, it's been a real pleasure to have, have, have an a opportunity to, 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 to share with you guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget uh, Firebrand Publishing, firebrandpublishing.com. Best publishers out there. You, you got a book. You have, you're an expert at, at something, and you need a book written, and you want to uh, write your book and put it on the coffee table at your office or, or, on the, or, or, or in the waiting room. Firebrand Publishing can really uh, uh, go to great lengths to pr- provide a professional um, product and make that happen for you. Don't forget that's Firebrand Publishing, firebrandpublishing.com. Go on ahead and um, talk to the good folks at Firebrand Publishing today. And um, we are, have changed our podcast schedule. We're going to be podcasting Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Thursdays. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. And no, we, Monday. Mondays, Wednesdays, Wednesdays Thursdays. Thursdays. Correct. And um, the five days was just killing us. Yeah. It was just way, you know, it was way too much. And we will, next time, we're going to be talking about Aisha Curry. Yeah. And CBD. And CBD. Oh, my God. That's where we're going now. We're going to get some CBD because everyone in the house needs to I love that. I love that new song they're doing. 
What new song? CBD. <laughs> Isn't that the rap group? No, no, it's it's. What is it? It's cannabis. Oh, the <laughs> cannabis song. Oh, cannabis I was gonna say, hey, we're gonna have a little dance party in here. <laughs> CBD. Yeah, that's a, those are my boys, oh, you know. But um. Uh, let me see. What else was I going to say? We might do a special Sunday show. Yes. We were thinking about possibly, you know, we said, you know, what can we do to put something very light comedy on the air mm-hmm. and and to stay on it and not become distracted? Mm-hmm. And we thought that maybe we might bring our kids in. Because you if, you want, if you want un, unadulterated insanity, you know, these numbskulls, are, I think, are good to provide it. So <laughs> yeah. I think that, you know, it, it might... works out. Yeah, it might not be this weekend or, you know, we'll, we'll do it as scheduled and then we'll, we'll, we might even sit it on the side because it's probably going to take editing because they, they've got the mouths of teamsters, those two. Oh boy! And uh, we'll probably have to do some editing and figure out, you know, what what how this is gonna be best presented. You know that Sydney will has no fear of touching on how can I say controversial issues. Man, she don't care. She loves the drama. Yes. So you know, let, I, I, I think I'm gonna be like Sydney. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be saying that a lot. Right, so we'll have to just uh, see how that plays, but th- I think that would be a fun show to do, and we're working on call-in stuff, yes, and, and, we'd love and stuff like that. To hear what you have to say. Yeah, so we're, we're, you know, give us a minute. We, we we just we're just gearing up. I mean, we are literally, you know, we did the podcast. We started last year. Mm-hmm. We liked it. Yes. We we got a lot of positive feedback from people, which is so nice. And and now we're back, um, uh, and we've increased the production capabilities of the podcast. Yep. And the professionalism of the podcast. I think so. You know, I think that you know, not us. We're we're just as unprofessional as we <laughs> ever were. But the equipment that we're using mm-hmm. is um, is much more professional and and much more up to date. So you know, give us a minute to. Get used to all of this and um, and to continue to bring you what I was going to say to continue to bring a quality product, but I, but I would rather just say continue to bring you what we do. And we appreciate our listener. You are the best. Okay, guys, we'll see you tomorrow.